0: So today we kind of have two different themes, kind of two different sections, guys. Hey, Shh. <laughs> we have two kind of different sections. So the first section that we're that we're gonna go through is settlement of the West. Why? How are people moving out here? And then the second section we're gonna talk about cowboys, not the Dallas Cowboys. Um, yeah. That'd be a topic for another day. We could do the history of football. But I'd focus mostly on like injuries, because that's interesting. Hey, so we'll start with the uh, Western settlement then. So I have a few reasons for number one, and then you're going to look at them in the next few, and we'll kind of explain them. So, for starters, this is the city of Corinne. Now, Corinne wasn't really a mining town, but it had a lot in common with the mining towns. So looking at this photograph, what do you notice like look closely the what? The buildings are fake. how are they fake? Yeah Good so it has that that it's called the facade in the front and then what's the back? It's a tent. they're actually tents made to look like buildings. What does that tell you? Yes, good, good. They just put them up really fast. They're not very permanent. They're gonna be changing a lot moving forward. What else do you notice? A lot of hardware and fixing things and whatever. Yeah, in a railroad town, this was true. This was also true in the mining towns. You remember the gold rush? Who made the money off the gold rush? Good. The people who served the others, who provided the service industry. All of that kind of stuff. That's true for mining, too. So the miners move out. They don't really think about infrastructure and even dumb things like new pants or food a lot of the times, right? So... Who provides these services? There's two groups that really matter here. Do you remember? Half of you or more than half of you belong to one of these groups. Is it yes. Good. A lot of them are women. Women providing this. The other one is immigrants. Uh-oh. Yeah, so we have women, we have immigrants. They're providing these services to these people. And before too long, we have a full, like, community. And we start settling the West. So they come, uh, some of them come for purposes of mining. Okay, so question one still and question three. let's do another. What do you notice? Those are skulls. Uh, Yes, good. Oh, by the way, good job using bison and not buffalo. Uh, uh, Technically, buffalo are the things that live in Africa that are really ugly, but early explorers called our animals bison. Yeah, no, yeah, What, what do you... Hey, so tons of bison skulls here. This pile is slated to be ground up for fertilizer. Yeah, they use the bison for other things too. So their skin of course is super tough, the leather that you can make from them. So they use it a little bit for clothes, but the thing they like it for the most is for belts in factories, not belts to hold your pants up. Factory belts to keep the machines running. They use it for that, of course they use some for food, I mean of the rest of the bison, not, not of their leather. So they're really handy. Now looking at this photograph, are they using this resource wisely? Yeah, right, of course not. You don't end up with a stack like that when you're using the resource wisely. So in the end, they get down to only about 300 bison left in the world. Now, other people managed to get this back up to a decent level by now. So now you can get bison burgers, which are delicious, by the way. I like the bison. So still number one and also number three. Do we have the Oklahoma land rush? In 1862 they passed this law called the Homestead Act. Now think, think of some of the background. What's going on in 1860? The Civil War, no, but you're right. Civil War is close to the beginning. So they passed this law that allows people to move into the West. So who's going to be moving into the West? Northerners or Southerners? Northerners, because the Southerners are busy with this whole war thing. So if it ever comes back to a head and it ends up being slave states versus free states, we'll have way more free states. And I think the South seceding is not the best thing. Just refusing to participate doesn't help. It doesn't help. So, before you start analyzing this Photograph. I have this movie clip for you. It's from a 1992 movie called Far and Away, starring Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise. Great movie. By the way, great cinematography, too. These are all extras. There's no green screen. There's no. They just did this. They had 800 horses, or was it 800 extras and 600? I don't remember. They had a lot of horses and a lot of extras, and it's kind of epic. But this is how it really was. So I want you to watch this clip and then tell me what you learn about the Oklahoma land rush from this. Wish to fight. Hey, what did you learn? Say what? <laughs> Wagons are not meant for speed. That is true. Uh, let me because I'm sure you're wondering how historically accurate this is. This is actually really close. This is actually really good to, to what happened. So go ahead and, and run. What else? What else? They, Yes, they all started together, and at noon on a certain day, they opened up Oklahoma for settlement. What had it been used for before? Who was there? Yes, indigenous people. So that's why the indigenous people were standing there not looking happy. Yeah, this was not a happy moment for them. Yes, excellent. So yeah, they they set it off, they ran off, and they claimed their territory. Whoever got there first. And they literally lined up at the border, set off a cannon, and ran, and rode, and whatever, to get there. But why? Why? Like, what are they getting out of this whole thing? So... I have in front of you an application under the Homestead Act. Uh, We haven't even really talked about what the Homestead Act did. So I want you to read through this application as well as you can and tell me, what do you learn about the Homestead Act from that? Okay, what do we what do we learn from it? L- let me ask you some questions. Then, what do you get? What did people get? Land? How much? It's approximately one hundred sixty acres. Sometimes. It's a little bit more sometimes a little bit less but 160 acres is what the act grants nope 160. i guess you could go with your friend and split it with them that would work if you were still friends by the end what else do you see What else does it say? Like, read the bottom bit. What's kind of the guarantee? Um, Yeah. When I get the mineral rights with my house, most of your parents don't have the mineral rights. If they find oil in your yard, you don't get the oil. Someone else already owns those mineral rights. I don't know who. But this, all the rights, the water rights, land use rights, everything, it's their land. Pretty fancy, right? Okay, here's what you don't know, here's what you can't extrapolate from this. In order to get this land, you had to be the first person to settle on it. And you had to improve it some way. It doesn't have to be fancy. You can just, like, build some fencing or an outhouse or whatever, except that you also have to live on it for a period of three years. Build your cabin, plant your farm, your land. Oh, good. Do you see how they avoided that issue? Yeah, good. They surveyed all of the land. And so it would be given to you by the survey and say, oh, this section, well, actually, you can see it right there. Lots 3 and 4 of Section 17 in Township 52N, Range 14W. The exact they would have to fight it out, in court, technically, but quite often physically. <laughs> yeah, so if they couldn't see each other, that's, I, I missed that part of the first question. Yeah, if, if they didn't see each other, you have, you have a problem that they had to resolve. Usually they could prove it pretty well, though. Usually it worked OK. Um, And they would mark the property, like they put markers down and you would claim it right at that marker. Okay, so going back to number one, why did the settlers come to the West after the Civil War? It's all economic. So they came because there were mining, were mining, there was mining. They came to seek natural resources and they came under the Homestead Act of 1862. And you can see with this Homestead Act how much land they really got or how many people took advantage of it. Okay, cowboys. I'm going to talk a little bit about cowboys and how they interacted with the Transcontinental Railroad. In fact, I ask you that. How did the transcontinental railroad lead to the age of cowboys? Do you remember, we've talked about it briefly before and and we did a video as an extension about Heinz. Okay, so, Heinz invented what? Yes, ketchup. Before Heinz, they had a project they called catsup. Uh, sometimes it was spelled kind of with a K, the way Heinz spelled his. Sometimes it's spelled C-A-T-S-S-U-P. C-A-T-S-U-P. Uh, but it was different things. The point is it was a very strong flavorant. They put it on meat for what purpose? Do you remember? It's not to preserve it to hide the taste of it as it started to rot away. So they could still eat the beans, so like, super nasty. I'll be super impressed if any of you remember the most popular flavor. Did you say tongue? You you have too much faith in people in the past. Oyster, it is, it's oyster flavored. Mm. Yeah, because it's so strong, exactly. So you'd get that, you'd pour it on your stuff, it was super gross. And so Heinz decided he'd make it out of tomatoes, he put it in a clear bottle so he could put it with pure, or so the customers could it's pure and safe. And it has a really high vinegar content, so you don't have to store it in your fridge really. Most of you do, because uh, the bottle says to, it keeps longer when it's stored in the fridge. Like in my family, we go through like three bottles a month or something. My it's my youngest he only eats meat in nugget form that's it he's like I don't like eating meat because it's mean to the animals and we're like but you'll eat nuggets and he's like but those are in nugget form (laughs) he's 10 he's hilarious so yeah honestly though my 21 year old he eats a lot of ketchup too like, he eats a ton of ketchup. Archer's is his name. Archer. Yeah. That's not important. <laughs> what is important? We still have this because they were hiding this from the past. Okay, so here's how it worked. This is really the answer to, is it four, Ashland? Five? Good. This is the answer to number five. So they would haul the cows up to the railroad. So you're from Texas or uh, Oklahoma. You herd the cows up to the railroad. You put them on a train live, and they ship them to Chicago. They slaughter them in Chicago and then send them out other places. Why didn't they just slaughter them on the plains? Because it preserved them for a little bit of time to wait and do it farther back east. That's where the catch-up comes in. So they still do it in Chicago, but they, they don't do it clear in the West because that's too much rotting meat. And just a side note, have you guys read The Jungle? Or did you talk about that in your non-college U.S. history? The Jungle. Do you remember the book about the where they like would slaughter the cows and then they keep them? To get ready to be ground into sausage or whatever, and the rats would be on them, and they just shove them all into the hopper, grind up the rats and the rat poop and the flies and everything. Tasty. No wonder they ate oyster-flavored ketchup. Sorry. Yeah. So sorry. Okay. So the cowboy's job is to herd the cows up. Let's, let's talk about what this looks like just a little bit. Um, Chicago. Looking at this map, why Chicago? That, well, you, you might not know your state so well. So do you see Illinois there? It's kind of bluish in this really old map. And then at all the railroads kind of end at the right side, right by that Great Lake. That's Chicago. It's right on the lake. Right there. So why would they ship them all to Chicago? Why why there? Perfect. It's a trading city. It's the midway point. From Chicago they could put them on ships to send other places. They could put them on railroads to go other places. They could put them on wagons and haul them Wherever, so Chicago's the end. It's what they call the terminus, meaning the end. When a railroad reaches the terminus, it terminates. It's done. So the transcontinental railroad goes from San Francisco to Chicago, and it goes right through here. So they ship it up. They send it over to Chicago. There they slaughter them, and then I ask what the cowboys do. Now, you know they herd cows. But look at the number of cows. I need you to get this in your head. of This isn't just herding cows. Some of you have herded some cows. You have never herded cows like this because your family is not that rich. Sorry if that's a sad... <sighs> yeah. How many cows does that look like we are talking about? All the cows. <laughs> I like the answer. You are talking tens of thousands of cows. We are not talking about like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do 50 head or 100 head or something. We're talking, we're talking huge numbers of cows and how far are they going looking at this map? Really far. All the way from Texas in some cases. I mean, can you imagine to the Transcontinental Railroad? Then the railroad takes them to Chicago. Can you imagine riding a horse all the way from Fort Worth to Omaha with a whole bunch of cows? So is this an easy job? This is, this is not easy at all. They even, because if the cattle stampede, it's a problem. So they will even, literally, this is true, sing to the cows to keep them calm. So there's lots, those of you who are in, in uh, humanities, there's lots of folk songs that these cowboys invent. Uh, this is the forerunner of, like, country or western music. These cowboys singing to the cows, keeping them calm, you know, Relax. Plus there's not a lot of entertainment when you're just riding in a saddle for 12 hours a day. So you entertain yourself by singing along. Now I want you to look at these three pictures and just think about what you're seeing. How come the natives did not like this? Massive numbers of cows going through their territory. They're just cows. Cows, say that again cows eat everything so they would eat tons of the vegetation what they don't eat they trample under their feet and that is the natives food and that's the their foods food so this is a problem good what else they poop they're so gross and it smells so bad and do you see why pooping would be such a problem here There's so many of them, for starters, they're going to do massive amounts of damage here. Look at that picture on the right, what's going through the middle? The river, when cows are drinking their water, are they careful where they poop? No, they'll just do it right in the water that they're drinking. You know who else drinks it? The local residents. So you see why they'd object, so the cows are gross, they destroy their resources, they foul their water, they're just a problem. Not to mention that these cowboys don't tend to always be the finest, most upstanding citizens, do you know what I mean? So the original trail they go on was the Chiseled Trail and after native objections and some objections from some farmers that we're going to talk about on another day if we have time, they carved new trails so you see the western trail there my favorite is that someone named Mr. Goodnight and Mr. Loving get together and they call it the Goodnight Loving trail that just kind of makes me happy. There's a Shawnee trail just so you know On the test, this is going to look like, I'll I'll say, hey, which of these are the trails they used, and then I'll give you all four of them at once, and then I'll have some fake ones. I'm not going to be like, oh, you remembered the Shawnee and the Western Trail, but you forgot the uh, Chisholm Trail, so you're going to miss some points. Now, you should generally recognize them when you run into them and be like, oh, yeah, those must be cowboy trails. Hey. Now, I don't remember how I phrased this question. What was the racial mix-up of the kids and why? What do you notice, these gentlemen? There's tons of black people. Good, and some Hispanic people too. What was going on that black people wanted to go west? This I know this is a stupid question, but I want you to answer it anyway. Yeah, so the Civil War had ended. And they'd been freed, and they didn't want to stay where they were. So they needed the economic opportunities, so they had west. And in the west, they didn't care if they were black. They cared more about what their skills were. When you are on the trail for months at a time, you just have to rely on everybody there. They also got paid better than they could have expected back east, although they didn't get paid well they got paid better and they had better treatment. So yeah, they estimate up to a fourth of the cowboys were actually African Americans. And of course, there's tons of Hispanics because uh, in Spain is where they invented cowboys. And then they kind of import that in Mexico and some of their descendants teach the skills to these other cowboys. It's no surprise that this kind of comes out of Texas. Hey, why did it end? I got two reasons for you. A dude named Joseph, I want to say Joseph, his last name's Glidden. Was it Thomas Glidden? Joseph Thomas. For none of you, is he like a distant relative and you remember his first name? We'll just call him Steve, then. Glidden is his last name. He invents this thing called barbed wire. He takes one thing of wire, wraps some broken wire around it, and then wraps that again. He can make tons of it, and he sells it all over the West. What does that enable them to do? Good, 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 and good. Uh, It makes it so they can mark their own territory, these farmers, and they can stop these cowboys from coming through. At first they'll encounter these and they'll just cut them and some of the farmers will actually show up with firearms. There's, they call them the range wars, if we have time we'll go through them, but uh, it looks like we're not going to have time uh, where they just sit and they, they fight each other, literally. But as people are able to claim the west with barbed wire, um, you can't run cows all the way across the west. Other people have it. Here's the other one. You've seen this before. But this time look farther to the west. See how they're building new rail lines? They build rail lines all the way down into Texas, all the way down different places, so the Cowboys, they don't have to haul them all the way up to the Transcontinental Railroad anymore. They can just haul them to the local railroad and then ship them all the way to Chicago. They're still going to Chicago. Uh, they do go other places too, but Chicago's still the center of everything of this trade, at least. Cowboys. There you go. Any questions? Right. Excellent.